Welcome to the Box Elder School District Super Scoop, the podcast about the happenings in Box Elder School District. Today we are here with Allison Williams, the CTE Director for Box Elder School District. Um, well, we're here with Allison Williams, the Director of, it says CTE on your plaque, but you have a lot of things. Allison, I you, do. Yeah, Hi, everyone. You, you do a lot of a lot of stuff for our district. So it says CTE director. Um, tell me three things that you do as part of your job. So the CTE is the biggest part. That's working with all the career and technical education teachers. And there are about 60 district wide. So that's quite a few and it costs money. <laughs> to run all of their programs. So that's a big part. The other things that I do is I work with all of our secondary counselors. And then I have um, applied for a grant and received a grant to implement computer science K-12. So I also work with elementaries all the way up to high school um, for computer science. Okay, and you said, and it costs money. Well, it costs money to run a school. But what are some of the classes that are under the CTE umbrella that you say cost money? Because like if by equipment and stuff. So what are some of those classes that cost money? Well, so welding, welders and all the fans and everything that go along with them. Um, the engineering program is huge in Box Elder County right now because we have so many employers that are looking for trained employees and so we work with Bridgerland and we have all kinds of robotic arms and robotic parts and pieces that the students work with so that they can be viable when they get into the workforce. Those are some big ones. Um, Engineering. Um, Everybody needs computers these days and so that's a big expense. Um, Family and consumer science has lots of tools in the kitchen. Um, Our automotive shop, we bought new lifts and tire changers and everything like that. Um, So I do write a lot of grants. And I would say that's one of the fun parts of my job is to meet with a teacher one-on-one and say, tell me about your program. What are your needs? And then we have this vision that we come up with and it's all to help the students and bring relevance to the classroom. So one of the projects right now that I'm working on is a new greenhouse for Bear River Middle School or excuse me, Bear River High School. And um, that's going to be a really fun one because they have a huge ag program for um, agriculture. So, Yeah, so you've got a lot of supplies, like you said, the welding, the automotive shop, the greenhouse, a lot of things that you have to um, supply. That's where that funding goes. Um, One thing that it's nice because I get to sit across the hall from you here, the things that you talked about. Um, one of the things that surprised me is your work to get our students ready to work in the companies that are in our own county. So what are some of the businesses that are in our county and how do you, how does CTE help get them ready to be a good resource for those companies? So there's tons of them, all the automated manufacturing, auto leave, Procter & Gamble, West Liberty Foods. We have Niagara. We have um, 
Northrop Grumman. So there's many, many opportunities for students to go to work using their skills. And of course, the biggest thing is knowing how to be a good employee. Can you be on time? Can you communicate effectively? Can you use a computer? Can you program the things that they need? So all of those things go into play. Yeah, it's, and you know, living here, we don't realize, but Northrop Grumman is one of the biggest rocket plants that build rockets to send spaceships into, I mean, to outer space, right? And and we've got AutoLeave, which um, saves millions and millions of lives because of the airbags that they produce. Like, we have some of the largest manufacturers of their specific thing here in Box Elder County. And uh, through our CTE program, we're getting those students ready so that they have good skills so that when they go there, they can be hired. Um, one other thing that you had talked about is working with the local, um, like Bridgerland, and working with the local um, higher education to make sure that we're on track to get them ready. What are some of the, tell us a little bit about working with Bridgerland and those types of schools and how we're adjusting, trying to adjust what we're doing at our school so they can be ready for those schools. So we have a direct pathway, it's called um, an engineering pathway that will start them at Box Elder High School. We do have um, an automated manufacturing AM STEM, they call it, in the morning that students can take if they want to. But um, this pathway leads them to all the classes at both high schools and then on to Bridgerland where they can get a 900 hour certificate. And then it directly leads into USU um, to get a four year degree. And so um, they can save thousands of dollars, literally, these students can, just by taking advantage of what we have here for them. And they can start out making more than a lot of their parents do because of the training they receive. Yeah. And as you were talking to them, like I said, it's nice to be across the hall because I can hear you. But, you know, taking those classes and then taking them while you're in high school through Bridgerland, like you were talking about, and then taking a few at Bridgeland and then you're hireable by a lot of those companies and not at the, um, not at the, what's that? Starting salary. Yeah, not at the starting salary. <laughs> yeah. You're way up there because you have those skills that you're working with the classes to get them ready to be ready for those companies that are right here in Box Elder County. Absolutely. And the good thing about it, too, is once they finish up with their 900-hour certificate, they get a job, a really good job, too. And um, most of these companies, well, all of them actually will help pay for their education if they choose to get the four-year degree from USU. So it's a really good deal for them. And they leave college debt-free, essentially. So that's something that is amazing for students such a great opportunity for them yeah it's it's fun to see that and you know not that high school is like oh we've got to teach you how to play school so that when you get to college you know how to study and different things but we're getting you ready with real skills and real um real qualities that can make you hireable and desirable for those companies so um, another Absolutely. part that you've jumped into, which is not part of your job, but you've jumped into is the computer science, the K-12 computer science 
part of the district. So tell us a little bit about that computer science um, initiative or whatever it is that started at the state. I don't remember, but you know better than me. And then how that is, how you're taking part in that. So this computer science K-12 grant was initially um, put in the legislature to help students prepare them for all the tech jobs that there are in the state of Utah. And there are so many everywhere. Every company has tech positions and personally we all use them. And so they said, we've got to start these students out very young age. Kindergarten is obviously the youngest age. And so um, when we wrote the grant, we didn't know very much about it, but it's kind of like a little league program, in my opinion. If you want your students to be really good at baseball or wrestling, you got to start them out in kindergarten. They got to play games, king of the mat, whatever, so that when they get to high school, they know um, how to do the basics so that they can be much more technical. They can understand the lingo a little bit better and they're much better at what they do. So we have some pretty awesome programs in the high schools that students can take, but if they don't get that base knowledge as they're going through the elementary schools, they won't be able to excel in what they're trying to do. And of course, this is another pathway that will take them all the way through um, grade 16, which is a four-year degree at Utah State University or Weber State or any college they choose to go to. So it's been really fun. Um, we do a lot of fun things in elementary to get them ready. And we start out with um, the block coding and the, the robots, the little um, code and go mice, code and go mice yeah. and the dashbots and the finches and the Ozbots. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. They don't even realize what they're doing. But, you know, we've been giving kids our cell phones from the time they're born, literally. Yeah. To keep them quiet and keep them busy. <laughs> right. Well, to entertain them because that's yeah. you know, how the world is going. Yeah, It is. So they look at things differently than we do already. And so we can either have our students be programmed or we can teach them to program. And that's how they're going to influence the world, I feel like. Yeah. And um, once again, the nice thing about being here is you're like, hey, Dave, try this out. So I take it home and give it to my kids who range from not even in school to up in secondary schools. And, um, yeah, I have to be like, no, now we have to return it. Like, but they don't want to. And it, and they use the, um, the dash bots and the code and go mice until the batteries are dead. And then we charge them while we eat dinner and then they're playing with it again. And, um, but they're learning how to code and they're learning sequences and they're learning that, um, if I do this, and it makes a mistake. Now I can learn from that mistake and go back and redo it and make it work right, um, or make it work work the way I want it to. Um, but they're learning more than like two plus two. But they're learning, you know. And I taught math for a long time, but they're learning the order of operations, and they're learning that you have to do it in this order, otherwise it doesn't work in the end. And, and so they're learning a lot of those logical skills through this computer science. Um, one thing that uh, I know stresses parents out or whatever is a lot of that, oh, too much screen time. Um, but we're not saying that a 
kindergartner has to be on the computer all day. Um, as you go out and talk to kindergarten, first grade, and second grade teachers, what is your idea that a kindergarten would, how would they be exposed to that? Are they on the computer all day? So kind of absolutely not. Um, so what we're trying to teach is computational thinking. And so this is integrated into math, science, language arts. It's something that they can do. Um, they can still learn sequences, you know, of a story that applies to computer science. They can still, like you were saying, order of operations that applies to math. And, you know, they create things that help explain the water cycle, for example, for science. And they do this on the computer with Scratch or Scratch Junior. And there's a few things like that that help them be able to, you know, when they teach somebody else, they learn more themselves. And so if they're teaching uh, the computer how to tell the story of the water cycle, it's going to be embedded in their mind much more clearly than it was before. Yeah. And like you said, with, you know, with sports, because people understand that because they do that, but we're just trying to expose them to it. We're not making them full time. We're not. We're just trying to expose them to it so that when later they see it, they're like, "Oh yeah, I remember seeing that. Now I know what that's like." So, um, one thing we did forget at the very beginning is you have a strong passion for CTE. That's because you taught CTE. So, kind of tell us a little bit about your background and how that brought you to being the director of CTE. Okay, so. I started out as a CTE teacher in business and marketing. And um, through my years of teaching, I always did FBLA and it was so good for my students. And then I sat on several boards, the state office of education and did a lot of work there with curriculum and planning and doing conferences. And my love for CTE is immense because CTE is all hands-on. For the most part, students learn by doing. And so they're doing a lot of stuff when they're in CTE. Yeah, they take tests and they do things like that. But um, it was just a passion of mine. And so at some point, I decided I want to be the CTE director. And so I went through the admin process and I left, at, um, I left CTE for a few years while I was an admin at Harris Intermediate which I loved. It was a lot of fun there too. But then when I had this opportunity to come to the district office and work with the CTE teachers, it's my dream job, really. Yeah. Well, and the great job that you do and that you meet with the teachers and find out about their programs and meet their needs. Um, you meet with the counselors and find out how things are going. And um, you, the thing that I love is that you're out meeting and you're making sure that their needs are met so that they can help the students the best way that they can. Exactly. So um, any, any other things that we missed that you wanted to emphasize or anything that you're like, oh, I also love this about my job. I mean, I know working next to me is probably your favorite part. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> anything else that you want to say, oh, man. I get to do this and it's so great to see success of students. Well, you know, we're all in this business for students. And so that has to be the most rewarding part. When you see students that go out and get these jobs, their skills are relevant 
they've been successful and they get rewarded for what they have done. It's just, to me, it's just amazing to see. And I, you know, I have teachers that share with me the successes that their students do when they um, do their, their CTSO activities. And that's the career and technical student organizations that they're all involved with. And I, I don't know, that's just what makes it all worthwhile to me is to see the successes that come as the students learn. Um, no, awesome. I, yeah, to see the success of the students, um, there is a, is it a CTE fair that is put on by our district that we bring the younger students to see what the older students are doing. Um, and I had an opportunity to go this year. It was fun to see the excitement, the robotics they were doing, the um, birthing the pig. It wasn't a live pig, but, you know, kind of teaching those types of things of how those are done. Um, what are what are some of the, well, what are some of the things that happen at that fair that um, maybe people aren't aware of? So that's our STEM fair and we hold it every year and it's just been so awesome because um, the students who are part of these CTSOs are the ones that, that do the presentations, if you will. And so um, anything that's science related, so you've got health sciences, they're taking blood, they're um, checking their chromosomes, doing whatever um, that scientists do. <laughs> and then the health sciences, um, the family and consumer science, you know, they talk about what happens when you caramelize something. And so they're roasting a marshmallow and they're doing things like that. So that's part of the health or the, excuse me, the family and consumer sciences. Um, we have um, businesses, come and show all of their stuff, you know, things that students can learn to be able to work in their offices at some point. Um, but um, the ag science is probably the funnest, uh -huh. you know, birthing a pig. How can you beat that? <laughs> right? Yeah. Cheese tasting. Yeah. How can you beat that one as right. well? <laughs> yeah. It's a fun activity for those younger kids to see, oh, this is what's available coming up. Yeah. I think last year they even brought their ultrasound machine and had a bowl of jello that had things that were embedded into the jello that they could use the ultrasound machine and see what That's they were. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's pretty exciting. The things that they're doing right now. Yeah. Well, it's fun to see the excitement the kids have. And, um, you know, when I went to school, we did math, we did science, we did language arts. Um, we didn't have a lot of these programs and now it seems like there's more and more programs. There's more and more things for kids to explore what they might be interested in. And, um, we appreciate everything that you're doing so that those kids can learn because I was talking with my daughter the other day. It's interesting that at age 18, we're like, you need to now decide what you want to do for the rest of your life. But if we give them those exposures, in high school, now they have a better idea of, oh, I like this, and maybe I don't like this, and you know, those types of things. Um, so we appreciate all that you do to help students understand what they like to do and get exposure to all of those things. You bet, it's, it's so rewarding. Um, I think the biggest thing too is, you know, I think there's so many students, and we're probably guilty of it ourselves, taking classes once you get to college, that are way more expensive 
and then yeah. not really needing them because you don't have a direct path. But finding that path and helping them be able to be successful early on is huge in, you know, choosing their career and being able to be successful. Yeah. Well, let's get them successful now in high school when, like you said, it doesn't cost as much. I mean, we do have a little bit of fees that are associated with, you know, some of those projects, but it doesn't hardly cost anything. So that when you go to college and it's $250 a credit, that you don't have to waste your money on classes that you didn't need to take to get to where you want to be. Absolutely. So, well, thank you for the interview. It was fun to talk to you. You bet. And, thank uh, you. Yeah, it's fun to see your program grow and all the fun work.